Roll Call Podcast. My name is Raz. I'm bored. I want to talk about TNT. How can you possibly be bored when we're going to talk about D&D? Sorry, D&D! Because we have finally found it. We found what? We found the most boring thing in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You might be right. You might be right. We're going to talk about the Battle Rager Barbarian. Oh, it even sounds bad. It does, doesn't it? Like, Berserker. Berserker's kind of plain and obvious and tropey. The Battle Rager... It's like a nerfed version. <laughs> it, and it promises so much. You're like, oh, Battle Rager? Of course. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Uh, read, the, read the thingy, because it does... Well, does it sound cool? No. It doesn't, does it? No, it doesn't. And, like, so the first things first is you are straight away restricted to being a dwarf. Which, yes. uh, you know, fine. But it gives you about all of the scope... Uh, that you would want unless you just want to play a dwarven character. The the book does say that you're allowed to not be a dwarf if your DM allows it, which seems like a strange thing to put a restriction on if you just have to... I was going to say... Like, what's the point? Why bother? (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's because they... And I think what they did is they wrote the first bit first, obviously, and then they went, do you know what? Yeah, that's really funny. We should just carry on the the, similar thing. So... Like, they thought up an idea and then put the the like mechanics on afterwards yeah so, yeah so it starts off everybody lend me your ears and try not to fall asleep to my dulcet tones yeah. and also the boredom that is path of the battle ranger known as cold jar literally axe idiot in old ancient dwarvish battle rangers are dwarf followers of the gods of war and take the path of the battle ranger rager they specialise in wearing bulky spiked armour and throwing themselves into combat, striking with their body itself and giving themselves over to the fury of battle. Cool. That's it. There's nothing else. Do you want to know where that all falls apart for me? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they specialise in wearing armour. I know. That's their specialty, wearing but remember, armor. remember, barbarians don't tend to, so I guess it's kind of... Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? But it's is just like putting on clothes a speciality. Yeah, but spiky clothes, who are they, Lady Gaga? <laughs> well, do you know what I thought when I first read that was um, uh, the uh, like little Cooper Troopers in Mario with the spiked shells. Yeah, that's a problem. But you can't be a tortle, you've got to be a dwarf. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> oh, a tortle. Yeah, a total battle rage, and now we might be talking. Take a couple of uh, levels in fighter. And yeah, kind of, yeah, okay. yeah. You you can definitely make this tastier, but yeah, but I think <laughs> right. It goes without saying. I'll say straight off the bat: this this subclass needs some love from Wizards of the Coast. Yes, or, it does. or a DM or a player. Um, in and of itself, as standard, it is by far the worst subclass. Yes. Um, and that's and that's even behind Berserker, which we kind of put to death last you, time. Yeah, but you can you can do stuff with Berserker. Sure, that's just it's just because it's standard, it's cliche. Whereas this is just outright bad. Hmm. Um, should we find out how bad it is? Go on. So uh, you take the uh, path of the Battle Rager. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you hate yourself. <laughs> you, you know they say um, uh, bad D and D is not better than no D and D. This is the worst D and D you can play. <laughs> yeah, I run from this D and D. So at third level, when you take this path, mm-hmm. yeah, you can use your uh, bonus action 
to deal an extra 1d4 damage. Cool. Have you ever seen the film Seven? Yeah. You know the one that I think is lost? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he's basically saying as a bonus action, you're wearing all these beautiful spikes. Yep. And you just thrust yourself upon your enemy, dealing, again, crap damage, but still damage. So I'm genuinely kind of wandering through this is going like, right, so I'll hit them with my axe. And I'll just give them a little pelvic thrust. Little hip thrust. A little, <laughs> little shimmy. But it's 1d4. Port- we, were, we were talking about it's how... just a little prick. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you know what? I've been waiting to make that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason we're doing the Battle yeah, Rager, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God, Battle Rager. Um, one, we were talking about how barbarians are dealing an average of like... 60 points of damage mm-hmm. per turn with their double action, giving them an extra 1d4, and you've got to use a bonus action to do it. Yeah. What is the point? I mean, you're now coming to the crux of the reason why it's a shit sometimes. Yeah, it is. Right, next one. Reckless Abandon. <laughs> you're just breezing. <laughs> like, I don't oh, want to talk about it, it anymore. It makes me angry. Uh, reckless Abandon. When you use the Reckless Attack, which gives you advantage on your attack roll, but everyone else gets advantage against you, you gain temporary hit points equal to your constitution modifier. So with my 130 HP my barbarian has, I can get an extra three or four on top of that if I give everyone else advantage on their, their attacks against me. Just in case someone hip thrusts you with a spike. Sp- yeah. <laughs> in case you hip thrust yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I turned my armor inside out. <laughs> I mean, oh, let's move on. Um, this one, Battle Rage of Charge, uh, at 10th level, you can take the dash action um, as a bonus action. Yeah. I like that. We've spoken about how dashing for barbarians is important. Mm-hmm. Um, with your with your two actions and your fast movement, dash can become really, really important. Okay. Um, but you don't get to use your bonus action for your hip thrust. Oh. So well, Surely you would just dash into someone with your armor. No, no, you can't do that. Okay. It's got to be... The hip thrust, which I'm now calling it the Battle Rage <laughs> hip thrust. <laughs> and finally, are you ready for this one? I fi- Do you know what? This one pisses me off. Yes. 14th level. Mm, tasty. 14th level. So we're, we're end game stuff. You're not gods. Yeah. When a creature within five feet of you hits with a melee attack, the attacker takes three <laughs> piercing damage. <laughs> It's called Spiked Retribution. It sounds like Mad Max, like you are mm. this impenetrable thorn, like gully of just absolute metal spikes. And it is effectively like putting your hand in a sewing basket yeah. and getting <laughs> nipped by a needle. You're like, oh. I mean, you'd you take more damage if you, like, if you fell down the stairs, wouldn't you? I'd take more damage sneezing. Yeah. In real life. I've seen you sneeze. It's aggressive, to say the least. Everything I do is aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Three piercing damage at fourteenth level. What, yeah. what are they thinking about? They're not thinking. That's the problem. Someone has made that decision, and I hope someone got fired for it. Some. <laughs> that's so much. <laughs> um, that all that's happened is someone has made the joke of going like, <laughs> you know, cold jar, axe idiot. Mm. <laughs> that's a really funny joke, right? In Dwarves, right? Right? Everyone loves me, right? Sure. Yeah. Let's make a class. Subclass, but but all you need to do to nerf to 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 make this not the most nerfed thing is just increase the numbers, just increase the numbers. Yeah, but then no, because that's a problem, right? 
so then you set a precedent for what damage gets done by running into a bit of armor. Yeah, uh, fine. So you can't you can't just go like. But but they specialize in wearing the armor. Yeah, that doesn't make it extra <laughs> sharp. <laughs> I really I do my disco thrust like real quick, like it's real quick. And disco that's, that's disco thrust. Yeah. It's the one that gets like the lead up. So you kind of like the the pelvis is in like a three. Sorry, I'm going to show you. Uh huh. So you up three sixty and I feel like I should be recording this for the TikToks. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so you're up three sixty. You then move around to whatever beat you wish. Like uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So a bit of Madonna, and then you really wrench back and flick your head back. Oh, so so it's more like a whole body thrust, but just leading by the hip. Yeah, but you're giving yourself a bit of a semicircular run up. Sure, that five feet space that uh, I'm battle rager. Battle Do rager. Do not mock my specialization. I I have nothing else to say about this class, this subclass. Good. Do you? Yeah, I've got loads. Go on then. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, I wish I'd never read it. I've wasted my time reading it, and I would say the only thing that probably makes this viable is multiclassing. But even then, why bother? You can multi-class with something else. Yeah, multi-class. Like, you have to multi-class to make it viable, which shouldn't be how multi-classing works. Multi-classing should be to, like, add flavor or to make things stronger or to, like, utilize specific powers, not to make it playable. Yeah, I mean, this... So, this class depends so heavily on items and kind of features and traits and, and stuff like that. What's the point? Like... You have to add so much other stuff to bolt onto it to make it even worth playing. And I guarantee by the time you're at level 10, let alone anything else, you're bored. Yeah. And you're only playing it as a joke because you just want to be a big old spike wrecking Right, that's it. That's the Battle Rager. No last at the end of this podcast episode. Thank no. You. If you've listened to this, guys, I apologise. Right. <laughs>